Mike Sweeney was the best player on some very bad Kansas City Royals teams in the early 2000s. But his successful career almost didn't happen. You know, it, it, it got off to something of a rocky start. After playing sparingly for a few years in the mid to late 90s, as the 1999 season began, uh, or rather as the spring training for the 1999 season began, Sweeney began to hear rumors the Royals were going to move on, that they might cut him. So he goes to speak with a trusted advisor, a minor league coach in the Royals farm system. And Sweeney asked him, what are the chances that I make the big league club this season? And his coach said, zero percent. Zero percent, as in, you are wasting your time. It's not going to happen. Well, thankfully, thankfully, Sweeney didn't take that advice. Uh, For not only did he make the big league club in 1999, but after one player retired and another sustained a a long-term injury, he found himself starting at first base, and he played incredibly well. He had a phenomenal season and several great seasons after that, uh, numerous all-star appearances, and ended up being inducted into the Royals Hall of Fame. But let's circle back to that conversation with his trusted advisor, his, his minor league coach. It would have been easy for Mike Sweeney to give up when his coach told him he had 0% chance of making the team. It would have been really easy to give in to discouragement. But to his credit, he persevered. I mentioned this anecdote about Mike Sweeney because it illustrates an important spiritual lesson, one that... Uh, is, is really the lesson behind our gospel today, and that is the danger of discouragement for the spiritual life. Yes, of course, sin is deadly and dangerous, but discouragement, um, if we give in to discouragement, we can give up the spiritual life. We can give up the life of following Christ. In the 1930s, Jesus appeared multiple times to a nun in Poland, St. Faustina, And in one vision, he said to her that the greatest obstacles to holiness are discouragement and exaggerated anxiety. Giving in to discouragement, giving in to fears and anxieties can lead to disaster in the spiritual life. That is the message that's at the heart of our gospel today. Now, I'll be the first to admit that this particular message isn't readily apparent. Our gospel on the surface seems a difficult and obscure passage because on the surface, Jesus, his words sound out of character, if not downright offensive. I mean, he calls a woman a dog. But if we really get to the core of what Jesus is doing in this passage, we see he is teaching us about the necessity of perseverance in the face of discouragement. He is teaching us about the necessity of fighting through discouragement. So let's Let's take a deeper look at this gospel. Now, the first thing to notice about this passage, Jesus and his disciples are in Tyre and Sidon, which is modern-day Lebanon. In other words, they are in Gentile territory, non-Jewish pagan territory. And a Canaanite woman approaches our Lord. She's Canaanite, so she is Gentile, that is non-Jewish and pagan. And she says to Jesus, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. Now, this is significant because a non-Israelite woman addresses Jesus, honors him as king and Messiah. That's what she means by son of David. Uh, and Lord is what is what Israel called God. They wouldn't pronounce the sacred name. So whenever, um, you know, the sacred name would normally be pronounced in scripture, they simply 
put the word, they, they simply pronounce the word Lord. In other words, this woman has more faith uh, than a lot of Pharisees back in Israel. Uh, she knows who Jesus is and believes who he is. And she asks him to, she says, my daughter's tormented with a demon and, and needs Christ's help to cast this demon out. And Christ greets this with silence, this request with silence. She persists and he essentially rejects her. He says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You know, the day will come when Christ will send his apostles to every nation, but that day is not right now. Right now, Christ um, is here first for Israel, and then after he ascends and sends the Holy Spirit upon the apostles, they will go out to every nation. Yet she persists, and our Lord seemingly insults her. He says, it is not right to take the food of children and give it to the dogs. Now, in ancient times, as well as today, calling someone a dog would be taken as an, an insult. What is Jesus saying here? Well, let me say this. Christ is true God and true man. He knew what he was doing. And you know, the fathers of the church say he was intentionally putting this woman off because he knew she would exhibit profound humility and profound perseverance and profound faith. Then he could use her to use this example, I should say, to teach his disciples and to teach all of us. For example, St. John Chrysostom, one of, the, one of the great church fathers, he, he said on this passage, quote, Not in insult were his words spoken, but calling her forth, he revealed the treasure laid up in her. Christ ignored and seemingly insulted her to reveal her great faith, humility, and perseverance. And in doing so, he gives an example to his disciples and to us about the necessity of perseverance in the face of discouragement. This Canaanite woman had a simple goal. She wanted Christ to help her daughter. She was not going to be deterred in the face of discouragement. Mike Sweeney, simple goal, wanted to be an everyday Major League Baseball player. He was not going to be deterred by some very discouraging advice from a trusted advisor. And we, in the spiritual life, the life of following Christ, we face the danger of discouragement. We too have a goal. We have a, a, a purpose we've been created for, and that purpose is to be a saint, to be holy. S to be a saint is not just for priests and nuns. That is the destiny of every single baptized man and woman. That is why God has created us, to have this intimate and unceasing relationship with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and to love our neighbor as ourself, and to do both of those to the fullest degree possible. That is what it means to be holy. That is what it means to be a saint. That is the destiny we're created for. And here's the great secret, the, the, the happiness that we all seek. We won't find it apart from holiness. We won't find it apart from this deep and abiding relationship with God uh, and, and allowing him to transform us into the saints he created us to be. So how do we persevere in the face of discouragement? Because make no mistake about it, we have an enemy who wants to discourage us from arriving at this destination, from arriving at this goal. Well, the woman, the Canaanite woman, was able to persevere because she knew who Jesus is. She knew uh, Jesus is the long-awaited, long-prophesied Messiah and that he's God in the flesh. She had great faith. Faith 
is not something static. It is meant to grow and expand in our heart and soul. You know, it's a it's a theological virtue that we receive at baptism, but but it but it's meant to increase all the days of our life. We're never going to um, completely. Uh, we're never going to arrive at the end and say, "I have enough faith. I I I I don't have any room for improvement." There, no. We we always have room to grow. How does our faith grow? It grows by becoming men and women of prayer. It grows by um, frequenting the sacraments, especially the Eucharist and reconciliation. And, you know, it grows by being a part of a, of the church. You know, no man is an island. That's true in uh, just on a simple human social level. It's true on a spiritual level as well. We need to be a part of the body of Christ. We need to be a part of the church, our local parish, here at the Diddy Center. You know, we need to be plugged in. This is where we will be held accountable, where we will receive the support to spur us on, on this pilgrimage that is the the Christian life towards uh, towards heaven. So let's pray today. Let's pray that God grants us the grace uh, to persevere on this pilgrimage that is the Christian life. Let's pray that he grants us the grace to persevere in allowing him to transform us into the saints he created us to be.